The Battle of the Sexes, co-directors Valerie Ferris and Jonathan Dayton show us an important story in the early stages of the women's liberation movement. Tennis was dominated by men, even though there was a small group of dedicated women players who would have to tag along behind and pick up the scraps of promotional opportunities, attention, and prize money. Billie Jean King, the number one women's player at the time, was sick of it. She knew people enjoyed seeing women to play and felt it unjust that they would make up only a fraction of the money, even though the stands were just as full for them as they were for the men. The women's movement was not the only thing complicated in the United States culture during this time. There was also the escalating war in Vietnam and the ongoing challenges with racism and general unrest in the population. Change is hard. Emma Stone bravely steps into the role of Billie Jean King, and she shines. Miss Stone transforms herself from the wispy, inexperienced, budding actress we saw in La La Land to a powerful activist athlete who stands up to the status quo and works tirelessly for women's rights. That's an amazing story on its own, but there's another storyline, her journey to discovering her real sexual identity. Just about everyone seems to be standing in her way. Jack Kramer, played by Bill Pullman, heads the lawn tennis organization that schedules the tournaments and manages the rules of the association. He sets the men's prize money at eight times what the women players will earn and doesn't feel there's anything wrong with it. Money on the line. He tracks down Billie Jean, who is on tour, waking her in the middle of the night to try and sell her his idea over the phone. But she doesn't. The filmmakers weave together three individual constructs. The scenes with only women. These are by far the most interesting ones. The scenes featuring only men and groupings of segments where the men and women are in each other's company or watching each other on television or speaking over the phone. This device is highly effective in sharpening the various points of view. The scene that turns the tide is between Billie Jean and a random hairdresser, Marilyn Barnett. Ms. Barnett is played beautifully by British actress Andrea Riseborough, who is a flower child of the time, both vulnerable but adventurous. One day, Billie Jean appears in her salon chair, waiting to have her hair done in advance of an upcoming tournament. She gets much more than a good haircut. Their interaction moves from a casual discussion about what to do with her hair to a moving and intimate experience. The filmmakers slowly tune out all other sounds in the salon and close in on the quality of Miss Barnett's voice. A calming cadence and warm tones that you hear only from a select group of people. Maybe a masseuse or a dental hygienist or a therapist, or in this case, a hairdresser. They are trained to use their voices to instill calm and to allow the other person to relax and open up to the moment. Both people know exactly what has transpired. Ms. Barnett has become the catalyst that awakens Billie Jean's true sex. In contrast, the scenes with only the men are very boring. They are staged in stuffy clubs or locker rooms with the men always at the ready to banter about their superiority and enjoy the comfort that they have at the top. To them, it's always about the sport, the gamble, with little regard paid to women's potential. This might be somewhat of a harsh depiction, but it's very effective and necessary to telling the story. The production values of the film are solid. 
the filmmakers don't try to overproduce. The pace is properly matched to the storytelling, and they take their time and let the performances sink in. They also skillfully weave in numerous characters, adding depth and amusement to the picture. It's quite entertaining. The film puts us right there in the Houston Astrodome, alongside the 90 million people who tuned in that day. There are crisp performances by Sarah Silverman as Gladys Heldman, the manager of the New Women's League, and Natalie Morales as Rosie Casals. Good artists are aware of their place in history. Ms. Ferris and Mr. Dayton have done us a favor by taking this story up now. Their timing amid the breaking news of women being abused by men makes this film more important and thereby elevates it above what it might have been if it was tackled at a different time.